Hey everybody, this is Brad Bruce and I'm here with Jace Marsiglia. And you're listening to the 5195 Podcast. Hello, hello. Hi. How you doing, bud? Good. Me too. Good. Having a good time doing these. As am I. Yeah. But you know, I discovered as we go through our episodes, we haven't touched on a very important pop culture media form. The old music video. Mm. Do you remember those? I do. Do you remember such a thing? No. They used to be on something called MTV. Oh, the reality TV network. Yeah. You see kids, once upon a time, before being knocked up as an underage teen, got you famous, long before the Jersey Shore made us Italians look like a bunch of brainless fucking idiots, and Jenny McCarthy was farting during dating game shows... There was these things called music videos, and they basically were like little movies for the songs you liked. Stuff you heard on the radio, it gave you a visual. Some of them were pretty fucking cool. Some of them were pretty fucking bad. I think we can all agree. I believe the first music video ever made was Video Killed the Radio Star. Maybe not the first one made, but the first one aired. On MTV. On MTV, which isn't a bad song. Was that like by the Buggles or something Mm -hmm. like that? So, obviously, that being released in 1979, 1980, I was too young. I basically was born into music videos. They were just a way of life for me. It was already, it's already been around a couple years. Do you remember when music videos dropped? Was it like an exciting thing for you at the time or? I remember I wasn't 100% cognizant of what they really were. Sure. I do remember seeing that video at my brother's apartment in Texas. The Buggles one? The be- yeah. Bugle- I don't know how you pronounce it. The, yeah. Bugles. the video killed the radio star video. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was cool. Yeah. You know, it was cool. It was interesting because obviously prior it was just music on record, music on cassette. Yeah. Or music on the radio in a car or, you know, in your bedroom. See, to me, because it was always there, music videos and music always went hand in hand, whereas... Did the idea of placing a quote-unquote movie scripted effects-laden video to a song, like, you would just enjoy music for music. You didn't necessarily need a visual, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, did it? do you think it enhanced music videos, or do you think it was a detriment? I think it enhanced. You do? The video. I do. I, I think it enhanced music. Because I do, I do find the irony funny that the first music video is called Video Killed. The radio star, almost yeah. almost prophetic, like this is going to kill us. Mm-hmm. So let's lead with that one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, music videos were always a part of me growing up. You know, I just, MTV was always. Just always there. It was always there. I never, I never questioned it. Never thought of a time before it. And what's funny is even though we say Video Killed the Radio Star was the first music video played on MTV, I see music videos for things like Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin, these things were filmed. Where, do you know where they would have aired? You know, I honestly don't. Um, it, I know a lot of those, though, they were like concert footage. Yes. Or, edited together smoothly, you know, yes. with transitions and stuff to kind of make an, an edited, you know, music video. Right. Like one of the Sabbath ones, I can't remember what song it was, but it looked very psychedelic, very, you know, 3D kind of, yeah. you know, the camera was doing weird tricks with it. But I remember thinking at one point, 
This predates. I think that was Iron Man. MT probably yeah, and it was just this stuff predates music videos. Mm-hmm. So where was this shit going? Because obviously MTV, there wasn't a VH1, right? No. Okay. So I mean, aside from like your occasional Ed Sullivan, or you know, you know, like your talk, not talk, but variety show, yeah, where, where like they were the a special 60s and guest. 70s. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Potentially, that could have been there, <clears throat> but I was never aware of them prior to. Yeah, it MTV. was just there's kind of a weird dead zone that I've never really fully researched. But why make them if they're not going to get play or seen anywhere? Right, or if or if they're going to get played, is it going to be on something that people don't necessarily have? Because mm-hmm. I would imagine a lot of this even predated cable. It's funny. I mean, even like that's a whole other topic. But sure, my my first cable network i remember it was on tv that's what it was called on really yeah on okay. tv <laughs> and that was that was considered a premium yeah channel that you couldn't I mean, get on uhs no and that's know. the one where you could get all of your home box office really you know? okay yeah how um, funny because there was only a couple you know now there's yeah. like i think there's like 162 hbo's yeah exactly <laughs> of just that brand mm-hmm. you know and likewise with music there's lots of music channels now there's There's a metal channel, there's a pop channel, there's 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, everything's categorized and neatly played out. Usually on like an app, you know, uh, YouTube has its own channels for these things. You've got VH1 Classic. Yeah. There's all these places where you can go see these music videos. But for people like me, if it wasn't MTV, I think Channel 9, like CBC, Uh um, I want to say when the kids shows were done in the afternoon, there was a music video show i va- i vaguely remember <clears throat> something like that yeah and i don't remember who hosted might have been casey Kasem, um but it was it was just maybe an hour's worth of the top hits kind mm-hmm. of thing and it was that show that i discovered stuff i distinctly remember in the air tonight by phil collins sledgehammer by peter gabriel and all that funky claymation shit what a badass video awesome videos you know the, and that's the thing these were like Shaking keys in front of a kid's face. Yeah. They were just visually cool. And uh, one of my favorites, that I consider it pretty much the anthem of the 80s, Aha's Take On Me. Oh, yeah. Which was revolutionary at the time. You know, this is a this is like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You're, yeah. You're combining sketch animation with real live cinematic. Well, I believe that was <clears throat> named like the number two most iconic video of all time. I wouldn't doubt it. Which number one on this site, I'm like... Really? Even though it's a cool video, is uh, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. That's the number one most iconic video of all time. And that's according to this this one website. Okay. You know, I... And then, like, when you brought this subject up, you know, kind of doing a, l- a little bit of research, you know. Sure. Because I, I, I really wanted to rest more on my knowledge and opinion. Me too. But what impacted me. But I'm glad you brought that up because that is fascinating. Yeah. The Sweet Child of Mine, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember that video. It was just a black and white video of him like singing. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Because to me, you, something like November Rain or something, which yeah. was much more cinematic, you know, even Welcome to the Jungle yeah. was, you know, crazier. But to top AHA's take on me, which, right. which to this day is still used in movies and oh, commercials. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's literally the anthem of the early 80s. Yeah. You hear take on me and you're immediately like, okay. Well, I, I would have guessed... <clears throat> One of Michael Jackson's thriller, Billy Jean. Billy like, Jean, yeah, he had very iconic music videos at the time that um, I think stepped all over the Guns N' Roses videos. No offense to Guns N' Roses, yeah, but nothing it's against just, GNR, but just in terms of ingenuity and 
effects and yeah. you know some of them like madonna's videos or pat benatar's yeah sometimes there was 10 minutes worth of plot mm-hmm. before the song actually started i remember papa don't preach with yeah. danny aiello it was like it was a whole story it was this whole thing love is a battlefield what mm-hmm. is she running away from home and all this they weren't necessary but in the grand scheme of music videos you took it for granted. You were just like, oh, cool, there's a little movie to go with this song. Right. And if the song was made for a soundtrack, oh, cool, I get to see so-and-so sing while seeing clips from the new movie coming mm-hmm. out. You know, Berlin's Take My Breath Away. Yeah. It'll always be coincided with Top Gun. Were there any music videos that personally stuck with you? That, like, if you were sitting down watching music videos with your buddies or whatever, and you're just hanging out, and it came on, and you were like, oh, you, you got to see this one. This is great. There was one, and you're going to have to help me with the name of the song. Sure. And I know it's it's going to be on the tip of my tongue, and I feel fucking stupid for even um, bringing it up, but it was the Goonies, Cindy Lauper. Oh, the Goonies are good enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, just the video. It was like a deleted scene. It was. From the, the Goonies. En- the entire cast was in it. Yeah. As well as probably a half dozen wrestlers, as, uh-huh. as always was the case. Captain Lou Albano was like... He played her father yes. in all of her stuff. Yep. Which I th- always thought was f- it's so, super cool. Well, Cindy Lauper was such a huge WWF fan back yeah. in those days. Yeah. And everyone around her was a wrestler. And I want to say in the video, they like ran a gas station and Roddy Roddy yep. Piper came yep. and like, we're going to buy you out. And then the Goonies help her find treasure and keep their gas uh-huh. station. Funny thing about that video, though, near the end when they're all on the pirate ship, I'm pretty sure that uh, the Bangles are most of the pirates. The really? actual band, the Bangles, are all the chicks dressed as pirates. There's no mention of the Bangles. They just happened. Oh. To, they were big at the time, obviously. Walk Like an Egyptian. Another iconic 80s video. Wow. But it was like they were in it. And it was like years later that I was just kind of like, isn't that Susanna Hoffs? And then I'm looking crazy. around and I go, no, that's all the Bangles. That's the yeah. Bangles. They just happened to be in this Goonies video, along with Steven Spielberg, who was of no help. Yeah. If you remember, <laughs> yeah. she's calling Spielberg, help me. And he's like, I don't know what to do, Cindy. You know, <laughs> it was just such a hammy but fun yeah. music video. And it yeah. was very iconic. It was. What about you? Well, the funny thing is, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a little bit here. I'm on the fence about whether music videos are a detriment. Oh. Okay. I'm I don't Typically, I don't like music videos because I think they cheapen a song. Really? I do. Certain ones. Okay. Because there's ones that just, I feel like the music video misses the mark. Like Mm -hmm. whoever did the video, Mm -hmm. whoever the director was, the writer, sometimes I think they just don't get the song. Right. They're the ones with the money. So even if the artist is like, this isn't what I was singing about, fuck you, just dance in front of the camera. One of the better examples of that, even though these are goofy, and I'm sure these guys had much of a hand in it, but I think music videos by, say, Minute Work are stupid. Yeah. Like, Come From a Land Down Under or Who Can It Be Now? I don't know if you notice, they're literally acting out every lyric, which is potentially charming, potentially stupid, because now this goofy video, visually will always be married to the song, whether you like it or not. Right. Me, you know, there's a couple of chuckles in both of them, but it's like, I can't not hear and enjoy those songs, which Mm -hmm. I do, and not think of these goofy videos where he's bopping a Vegemite sandwich at him and, you know, they're trekking through the desert. Yeah. It's stupid, but you either go for the ride or you don't. And I, I was never one to go for the ride. Some of them, like I said, in the air tonight, it's just 
Phil Collins being ominous. And I think you maybe know, not a big deal. Right. But I think maybe also the other side of the coin is, you know, men at work were essentially, you know, like two hit wonders. <laughs> they were, yeah. You know, it was, and it was it was kind of a funny, goofy, silly band. Yes. So they just it was almost like maybe just a phone in like here go film these guys doing whatever it is. Right. And versus w- someone like Phil Collins who was a, an established talented musician. Not just that but most of his songs are about social issues right. or, or frightening things and to do something goofy and stupid even though Phil Collins was a ham. Yeah. You know, I mean we've seen him on Miami Vice mm-hmm. and all these things. He's a very funny guy. Right. His songs however not so much. Right. And I could see someone really swinging and missing doing mm-hmm. a Genesis or a Phil Collins song. Right. And I think that's why the labels potentially put more money in his videos versus the other ones. Probably. Because they almost, they knew. The writing was on the wall. And that's the thing. Like, Minute Work, as much as I like them, I wouldn't call them a novelty band, but their music was comedic. So the music video... It was just catchy tunes. They weren't, you know, reinventing the wheel. Well, that and the lyrics themselves are usually absurd, but they're funny and super catchy. And uh, Did they write their own music? Do you know? I think so. Okay. I think so. If, if not, the singer did. You know, okay. I, I want to say he did. But it was just one of those deals where I remember watching him in retrospect and being like, all you did was act out the entire song. Yeah. Whereas most of these, they try to put a story to mm-hmm. it. Or, you know, and me personally, being kind of a rocker and metalhead, even growing up, Sometimes just seeing the band on a stage pretending to perform in front of millions or mugging for the camera, that was enough. That was fine. And you got a lot of that out of the metal guys. You did, especially the hair metal guys. Mm -hmm. Seeing David Lee Roth doing air splits and shit like that, that was par for the course. Yeah. Bon Jovi videos, they were all the same, you know. But yeah, there were very, there were a few that stood out. I mean, there was one that I absolutely loathed. Really? What is it? Detested, and I even detested the song, and every time I saw it, I was just, it drove me fucking crazy. So neither did it for you. No, no, and that was Safety Dance. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) I forgot all about the fucking Safety Dance. Yeah. Okay, so A, (coughs) stupid song. Uh, B, stupid video, (laughs) because what, we're like in the Irish hills? Yeah. And we're doing, they were trying to get a dance craze going. Yeah. Because there was the move. You made an S yep. with your hands. Yes. But that's all the only letter they made. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You didn't spell out. This wasn't YMCA. <laughs> this was just the S for safety dance and a midget with a ukulele was following you. <laughs> and this dizzy blonde who yep. looked, looked like she was on drugs. And it's such a fucking dumb video. Yeah. But they were one hit wonders. Yeah. And it's like, even the name, it, like, it drove me fucking crazy. Like the name of the band. I was like. Oh, oh. Men, men Without Hats? Yes. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so <man>. silly. <laughs> like, these guys are not going <laughs> far. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Uh, but then you would get something like Broken Wings by Mr. Mister. Yeah. Which was just dramatic and black and white. And that's that's one of my favorite songs, period. It's just there's something ethereal about that So song. did the music video do anything for you? It didn't. It, one way or the other, it didn't ruin it. Okay. But it just looked dramatic. Right. You'd see the guys and... They were just matching tone. Matching tone. You know, it's black and white. He's like, look, you know, he's singing while looking out the window at the ocean. <laughs> you know, it was just kind of dramatic, but it didn't ruin anything. In fact, it was... I was kind of ambivalent about that when I loved the song so much that I didn't really pay attention to the Yeah. Video. Okay, so was there a music video that did ruin the song? 
I probably have a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah, I might. <laughs> My son absolutely hates this song, and I use it to torture him. That's fucked up. Starships, we built this city. Oh, damn. Such a goofy song anyway. <laughs> and it's not... <laughs> But the music video is so stupid. It's yep. so dumb and yep. just so 80s. It's one of those things where we defend the 80s to our dying breath. Mm -hmm. But when someone shits on the 80s, that's kind of the shit that I picture. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm like, it represented everything that I could. I'll give you the pass. I understand. <laughs> I understand why you didn't like that one. It's just such a garish, goofy video. Obviously better than Men Without Hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously better than skipping around the countryside in ye old Ireland or whatever the fuck they were doing. Yeah, that would be one. And then the one that really stands out, I really fucking hate this music video. To a fairly good song. It's not a great song, but it's one that I enjoyed. And I can't I can't divorce the two now anymore. Is Keeping the Faith by Billy Joel. Where he's in court. You know, it's basically... Keystone Court with the goofy judge and the dumb jury and all this. And it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. And who who was he married to at the time? Wasn't Christy it the, Brinkley. From Vacation. She's in it. She looks dumb. <laughs> How hard you have to work to make someone so sexy look stupid. Well, they achieved it. But that's a video that I'm like, you really screwed the fucking pooch, Billy Joel. <laughs> Because it's not even one of his best songs. It's just a catchy little bop, you mm -hmm. know. But the video is so obnoxiously stupid <laughs> that it does damn near ruin the song for me, mm -hmm. personally. I also hate the music video for, was it The Proclaimers? I will 500 walk, Miles. 500 Miles, which is basically three minutes of two twins with big mouths, big glasses, <laughs> right in your fucking face, the whole video. There's nothing to it. They're just right in your face like, oh, I yeah. would. Walk. And it's... It's just two talking heads. Yeah. Not to turn a phrase, another band, but. A good band. <laughs> what a stupid video. <laughs> very stupid video. Very stupid song. It's, but it's an earworm. Yeah. Whether you like the song or not, once it's in, yeah. you're not, you're not digging it out. Yeah. But the video. The video is awful. It's so bad because these two guys, they purposely maybe look like a couple of geeks. I don't know. They just right. look overly geekish. Mm -hmm. And they're literally like right in the camera lens shouting their song at you. Right. And I don't remember anything other than that. It's just two heads screaming at you about how far they'd walk for you. Yeah. And <laughs> I absolutely hate it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Do you uh, love that I hate it or did yes. you love that? Okay. No, I love that you hate because it. Because fuck that video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, let's see. I have one that is fun okay it's the video is fucking i, I don't know I, I like the video too okay but it's uh green jelly three little pigs oh the three little pigs yeah i mean these guys used what puppets yeah. and shit yeah, yeah they were that was pretty fun that was a cool video that was cool. i, I like that video a lot that's one where it actually made me like the band more sure because listening to that song on the radio with no contacts fucking terrible they're, and those guys, I'm pretty sure that's a comedic band. It is. No, it but totally is. But it's, you know, cause because I, 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 my favorite by them is the Bear song. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yep. And I'm sure the music videos are probably pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just stupid shit. So are you a fan of Primus? Never been. 
Really? Not a big fan. Okay, so I, then the the, I mean, the the videos did nothing for you then. Great bassist. Oh, my fucking amazing. You know, and of course, you know, for the, for the for the kids nowadays, they're the theme to South Park. Yeah. For those, you know, the newer generations, the, right. the theme to opening theme to South Park, that's Primus. But to me, they were uh, my name is Mud. Yeah. They were fucking awesome. Just silly shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The videos were cool just because hearing them like on a CD. Yeah. I remember the first album I ever got was Pork Soda. <laughs> okay. And I put it in. I was like, it's fucking insane because the bass was nuts. The bass. I never heard anything like that. Yeah. Ever. The guy, the guy's bass was. Yeah. Amazing. So being able to see him in a music video, do his shit. I was like, fucking rad. Yeah. And the fact that they were eccentric and doing crazy costumes and wild fucking like themes. Yes. 10 times better. Very strange. Yeah. But and I very... was like, you know what? I dig this. I, yeah. I can get into this. Like, and I still listen to Primus this day. I'm, Do you? They're fucking cool. Yeah. I yeah, like Primus. I was never a big fan, probably because they are so quirky and weird. Yeah. And I, I have it's a, an acquired taste. <laughs> I have a problem with quirky and weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'll, you'll, you could ask people in my family, like, B-52s, Love Shack and all that. I'm like, fucking garbage. Shut I hate up. it. I hate it. I hate the B-52s. I, I don't like them at all. And <laughs> I mean, they're funny to laugh at. I, yeah. I, I, when I hear like Party Out of Bounds and the dude's just like, where's your ice box? <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it just fucking makes me laugh, but I'm never going to put it on just to listen yeah. to, you know. Yeah. But B-52s, that's another quirky band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devo. Whip, yeah. Whip It. Now, see, I do like Devo. Do you really? I really do like Devo. I will admit Whip It is a fucking catchy song. What a weird fucking video. A very weird video. What a weird fucking yeah. video. Because yeah. there's like... And Mark Mothersbaugh went on to score some great films. Oh, he did. You yeah. know, and TV shows. You know, super talented. He scored uh, um, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Pee-wee's Playhouse. And Cindy Lauper did... She, she She's sang the, the singer. Song. Yeah. yeah. She, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Um, didn't they do Rugrats too? Yeah. Or Mark, Mon- Mark Mothersbaugh Mark, did. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he went on to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right? But I love Devo. I Devo do. was just one that I was like, you guys are too fucking weird. Uh, it's me. not a music video, but in Casino, when they play Satisfaction. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd have to see it again. Beautiful. Like, I it's forget, just. yeah. The, oh, my God. I love that. Like, that could be a music video in of itself. Sure. Scorsese knows exactly what he's fucking oh, doing. Scorsese, you know, he, I'm sure he influenced Tarantino in that regard where you could just take a song yeah. and build a scene around it. Because he was it. the first one that ever did it, in my opinion. Well, sure. Well, Scorsese, On that level, yeah. Scorsese was even directing Michael Jackson videos. Yes. So, I mean, he was he knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. He, knew, he knew what song to pick for what scene and how to play it out. Right. Which was very and you know, cool. And speaking of Michael Jackson, I think he was the only one where music videos were events. Yes. Where there was even like a making of the or, music video and it was a special or a countdown. Yeah. You know, the new Michael Jackson video will appear in five right. hours and 30 seconds. Because I mean, Michael Jackson's thriller became a VHS standalone. It did. You it know, did. and it's fucking awesome. You know, you get to see all the Landis footage of mm-hmm. werewolf, you know, and all the behind the scenes, the makeup test and all yep. this shit. It's fucking super. Rick, it's Rick Baker stuff. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 You're right. Those were event music videos they were you know and it's like fucking vincent price was in it yeah vincent price was amazing of course was it uh black or white that had macaulay culkin who was massive at the time this was like right on the heels of home alone yep (laughs) i even liked the i liked the song more than the video but uh he did the tune for like free willy i think it's will you be there i think that was one that intermixed film footage yeah with the song it wasn't much of a great song great great song but it is a great song yeah but yeah, there's there's some that that stood out. I was always a big fan of the Twisted Sister music videos. Anything. We're not gonna take it. Yeah. 
I want to rock. They were all so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, Be Cruel to Your School with yep. Alice Cooper. These were great music videos. And yeah. they, they represented the band perfectly because the band took their metal seriously, but they were funny. Yeah. These were funny guys. And yeah, they had, they had sense of humor and they, they were creative. Did. They did. And they technically had a villain in Metcalf from Animal House. Mm-hmm. He'd show up and scream at someone about what yeah. you're going to do with your life, you know. So they hit pay dirt with we're not going to take it and brought him back for I Want to Rock. And yep. th- those were fun videos. Yeah. Um, Metallica videos were always cool. One is amazing, you know. I think that's one video that's actually haunting to me. Extremely haunting. Yeah. Just and because I'm, of the backstory. Yes. Yes. You know, because that, that stems from a, a movie. Yeah. Like, uh, what is it, Johnny? Is it Johnny Get Your Gun or Johnny Got a Gun or something I don't like that? I, I'd, have to, I'd have to, like, just probably look it up. Because I remember the music video showing clips from the black and white movie mm-hmm. and even some dialogue, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Johnny Got His Gun. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Um, that actually leads me into another topic. Were there any music videos that stuck with you because they were scary? Scary. Hmm. Or de- wow. or unnerving. I mean, definitely one. Yeah, one sticks with you. Yeah. That's that's a disturbing video. You know, yeah, there is. And it's it's, it's funny because I think it's I don't know if it's it might be is it Genesis? I think I know where you're going with this. The puppets? Yes. Land of illusion. Land of confusion. Confusion. okay. Yes. Terrified me. Absolutely terrified yeah, me. Yeah, those faces were disturbing. They're horrifying and what's funny is they're all puppets from a british tv show a sketch comedy show over in britain they probably watched this video and laughed their asses off because it's it's just it's a spinoff of one of our comedy shows over here not knowing that and i was what four or five when that song hit these were ghastly Mm -hmm. ghastly puppets Mm -hmm. and they were just such exaggerated versions of everybody yeah i've never been more scared right watching a music video as yeah. a kid i would hide behind the damn couch uh, especially when ronald reagan is like rising out of like a sea of sweat and just belching water yep. everywhere it was yep. so scary it yeah. scared the shit out of me and what's funny is i showed my kids that music video years ago okay just to show them you know i was like this is this was daddy's nightmare fuel yeah and what was funny was i was expecting them to be like this is fucking stupid dad you know what i mean yeah all three of us were looking at each other like this is fucking scary. This yeah. is this is really unnerving. Yeah, it and definitely it's, was. It's just so funny, but it's like that's not a fun music video. No, no, <laughs> that was nightmare fuel for me. It was. Um, I do have several of those. There, there were a lot. One that I, I do have one that to this day throws chills down my spine, and that's "Runaway Train" by Soul Asylum. Do you remember that one? Do you remember the song? I remember the song. Okay. Do you remember the video though? It creeped me out so bad, and it still creeps me out, because it was, the song was intercut with photos of missing children. Oh, God. Actual missing children. Each photo had underneath it, missing since whatever. Wow. And that was startling enough, because it was, the actual music video parts where Soul Asylum was playing, you would see... Kids in a house where mom's being beaten and they run away or, you know, they're just horrible home lives where they try to escape. Okay. You would see these photos of all these missing kids. These are like your milk carton photos. Yeah. And these were real missing kids. Yeah. And the, from what I understand, 
the music video actually assisted in finding many of these kids. No kidding. It did like a public service. You know, I didn't learn that until I was an adult. So, but damage done already. <laughs> damage was way done because watching this video was haunting as fuck. Wow. And the worst part is the ending. The end of the video shows this creepy old crone driving around, looks like, you know, Melrose, and a mom pushing a stroller with a baby. The mom stops in front of a store and looks at sunglasses or something. The woman runs out of the car. And the way they make this woman look, she almost looks like she's got shoulder pads or something. Her arms look long, like an old witch. She grabs the baby, runs into the car and peels out. And you see the mom turn and run towards the kid. And you're like, this old woman just took this child. And then as as the video ends... The last photo is of an infant baby missing since. Good Lord. And it just, my hair's standing up just thinking about it. It was one of the most disturbing videos I've ever seen. And it stuck with me my whole life. Mm. And this, this song's probably 92. It's an older one. But it's one of those where when it starts, if I hear it, I get the creeps. Oh, God. Because I, all I can think of is missing kids, infant, creepy witch lady. It was terrifying. It's mm, beyond words. Mm, mm, mm. And I guess a few years ago, someone covered it. Okay. Someone covered Runaway Train, made a new video. It was like an anniversary song. Right. With all new missing kids. Oh, God. And what was crazy was they, it was pretty cool. What they did was wherever the video was released, uh-huh. it was tailored to your state. So only the missing kids in your state were shown in this video in the hopes that it would do like the one 30 years ago and help find them. That's a serious task. I thought it was cool that they did that. Even cooler that you could tailor it to the individual states. But yeah, Runaway Train by Soul Asylum is probably one of the most haunting videos I've ever seen. Mine now just seems stupid. I'm not even going to do mine now. That's mine's fucking dumb. (laughs) Probably probably for the best. Yeah, it is probably for the best. No. I'm curious what it is. Uh, Marilyn Manson, Dope Hat. Ooh, if I'm not mistaken, that's the Willy Wonka. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is so creepy. Yeah. It is so creepy. And the thing well, is, it's not like Willy Wonka is not terrifying already. Right. Especially the scene that they're lampooning in that yep. video. Is the yep. Tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dope Hat is extremely creepy. Yeah, it is. I would even say around the same time, it's not as creepy as Marilyn Manson, but the video for Black Hole Sun. Yeah. By Soundgarden. With the faces that distort. The morphing smiles, you know. It's Yeah. <laughs> it was so creepy watching that. Yep. I would even go to, uh, here's what's funny. You would think videos by White Zombie mm-hmm. would have been scary. They were hot. They yeah. had like hot chicks dancing. Yeah. And footage from old horror movies. So the horror guy, Rob Zombie, even back in the day, his videos were just catchy and cool. They were. Then you got a band like Rammstein. Yeah. <laughs> and du, du Haas. Yeah. And it looks like a even more twisted version of Reservoir Dogs mm-hmm. with these. They almost look like purge masks. Do yeah, you remember that? I do remember those. Um, that video was super creepy. There's a few videos by Korn. Yes. That are super eerie. Yep. You know, stuff like uh, Freak on a Leash and Make Me Bad. Make Me Bad was the one where they're all in an asylum. Mm-hmm. And it had uh, Udo Kier. Yeah. You know, that was cool. You know, yeah. it was very cinematic. But yeah, I, I liked Falling Away From Me where the, the girl's in an abusive household and she opens this box and Corn just appears in her bedroom to headbang and let be a distraction so she can escape, mm-hmm. you know, with her friends. And um, 
yeah, Corn always had great videos. Yeah, they did. Do you remember the video for Thoughtless with Jesse from Breaking Bad, Aaron Paul? I don't. Okay. Maybe refresh. So this was obviously before Breaking Bad. He wasn't even a big star at the time. Mm -hmm. But Aaron Paul was like this bullied kid in high school. Most of the video was him having his ass handed to him by these bullies. And viciously, like uh, I think one of the scenes had one of the bullies put a bar of soap in a towel in the locker room and he's bludgeoning him with it. Like hard. It's like, damn, you know, it's it's harsh. Pretty brutal. So with the help of our boys from Corn, long story short, I don't remember exactly how it panned out, but he shows up at prom with, I think, a hooker. (laughs) But she's like this smoking hot porn star or something. And but she looks like the devil. Even her dress has like eyes and a mouth that are like morphing. And all of a sudden he starts pulling at his collar like he's going to transform. And it's like the band is inside of him. And like a really sick version of Carrie, he projectile vomits all over the prom. Like fire hose blasting people over tables. And it was so sick. It is such a sick video. But that was one that stood out. And it was just like, it got to the point where when Breaking Bad came out, I was like, that's the vomit kid from Corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I knew him from. Same thing with, with like Last House on the Left. He was one of oh. the one of Krug's guys in the mm-hmm. remake. That's the kid from Corn. He's the vomit kid from Thoughtless. So yeah, those videos were always really twisted. No pun intended. Yeah. In that same theme, the bully one. Are you familiar with Bullet for My Valentine? Mm-mm. Okay, so they're like they're a metalcore band, and they had this cool video. We'll have to show you after the show. Okay. It's a song called Waking the Demon. And it's this kid who's relentlessly bullied in high school. And every day he's getting his ass handed to him. But every day he goes into his locker and crosses a day off leading up to, as we as we see, a full moon. Hmm. And then at the end of the video, the bullies are lured into the woods by some girl. And then he leaps out and rips them to pieces as a werewolf. Wow. And when that's done, you see the missing kid sign on the school all these kids are dead yeah another kid like shoves them into a locker and him and the girl that lured them into the woods they kind of lock eyes and their eyes kind of glow and then he opens the locker and crosses a day off first day of the month we're just gonna wait until the next full moon oh, that's cool it was super cool and it's i love that fucking music video that one was rad um i think you would dig that one yeah, we'll definitely need to check that one out. Good horror video. Yeah. You know, good revenge video. Even. Right. Okay, what about, because uh, I'm not I'm not really a big fan of a couple of these. Sure. Bands that record songs for movies. Okay. And then they make a music video for, okay. for that. Yeah. You know, like, because you, you mentioned B-52s, they did the Flintstones. Did they? Okay. Yeah, you know, and I was like. Had no idea. Good God almighty. Um, was Take My Breath Away by Berlin specifically for Top Gun, or was that a hit that... You know, that I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about that. But I do know this one. Drives me fucking crazy. Sure. Because individually, I love both of these things. Okay. Together, fucking garbage. Oh, oil and water. Yes. <laughs> okay. And it is The Bat Dance by Prince for oh, the 89 Batman. Oh, my God. What's funny is I I was on the right path with Batman. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think you would have mentioned the Prince videos though, but that is horrible. <laughs> that is absolutely horrible. And I won't lie. I'm not a big fan of the song either. I hate the song. It's fucking stupid. I fucking hate yeah. the song. Yeah. No, that's, 
That's a part of Burton's Batman that I just do not. No. I don't it, acknowledge. I don't understand who has pictures of who blowing a dog <laughs> because there's <laughs> who no, lost the bet. To there's make this no thing reason happen. this should have, these two worlds should have ever come together. And wasn't Prince like two face. Yeah. Like he had like half, but he was still, yeah. Like it was so, it was so weird. all over the place. So I just didn't get it. This fucking song is terrible. It is really bad. And I actually do like Prince a lot. I like Prince. And of course, I mean, Batman is the only, Batman's superhero that I love, you know, shit. it's Batman and Superman. Only reason I love Batman is just because he's a fucking rich guy with like, you know, well, a crazy fucking story. He's got a, and he's using it to his advantage. He's got to use his ingenuity. Whereas Superman, he just has to be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, oh my God, I, I love it. And then when I heard, okay, well, there's a Prince. Prince is doing something. Prince is doing like, the wow, soundtrack. He could do something kind of interesting here. Mm-hmm. But then when I heard that song, I was like, holy shit not great no not great and i think there's two songs i don't remember what the other one is but that was bad the route i was going down i was telekinetically i had the batman theme okay and what it was i don't mind the song don't even really mind the video but it's just weird it's a weird coupling again and it was u2's hold me thrill me kiss me kill me for batman forever which was like a psycho animated it was just a bizarre video i don't remember much about it Mm -hmm. but you don't think you too when you think of batman and it's a heavier song than they usually do yeah it doesn't sound like a u2 song at all so while i don't mind the song it is kind of catchy there's nothing about it that gels Mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like u2 it doesn't look like u2 it's kind of a weird video for a batman movie and it's not a great Batman movie either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So all these all these wheels kind of. But you're not a U2 fan. I like U2 okay. Um, if I gathered all the songs I like by them, I could put together a greatest hits. But I was never a diehard U2. Me neither. Um, I remember getting one of their fucking Achu Baby or whatever the fuck. I was like, um, nah, this ain't for me. No, no thanks. No thanks. No, I I I've, I enjoyed songs like you know. New Year's Day, the Joshua Tree album with still haven't found what I'm looking for. There, yeah. were, there were songs. The story might not make it in the podcast, but it's funny. I guess he was at a show and he was in the middle of a song and he stopped. Mm-hmm. And then he started clapping his hands. Okay. Repeatedly clapping his hands. And then he said, uh, every time I clap my hands, a child in Africa dies. And then someone in the audience yelled, well, then stop doing that. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know. It's just something I heard. thing is, that sounds so Bono. <gasps> yeah. It sounds so Bono. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's very dramatic. I mean, come on. They have a guitarist who goes by the name of The Edge. You're so hardcore. Yeah. Um, well, listening to them, I want to jump over it's, The Edge. <laughs> it's very pretentious. It's yeah. very pretentious. And uh, I'm with you on that one. Um <laughs> Soundtracks, I to go back to Soul Asylum again, the Runaway Train guys, they did a song for Kevin Smith for the song Can't Even Tell for Clerks. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. And it was awesome that the whole video was them on the roof of the quick stop playing hockey again. Yeah. And I believe Soul Asylum, the band, I think they just show up as patrons in the store because Jay of Jay and Silent Bob He's the one, quote unquote, singing the song yeah. while the hockey game's going on up above. Yeah. And to me, that one's just hilarious. So that's cool. That's a fun one. Yeah. 
Um, whether or not that song existed before the movie, I don't know. But it was certainly a music video they did for the film. Right. You know, so that was a that was a fun one. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other. Well, Pat Benatar's Invincible from the Legend of was it Legend of Billy Billy Jean? Yeah. That one's one that stands out. Great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably one of my favorite Pat. The Benatar music video songs. was rad. Right. That's one that just that's off the charts. Yeah, amazing. it matches with the film perfectly. It does. Yeah. It, wonderfully. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's one that I I'm, I put in the good corner. Yeah. Um. So you definitely are on the fence. I am. Yeah, I get that. Now. Because for every one that I like, there's one that I'm like, why the fuck? Did and you now do? you've literally drug me up there with you. So we are both on the fence. That's why I was the interested. Same way. I was. That's why I wanted to preface the show with, where are you now? Mm-hmm. Bringing up this topic, what do you think? Yeah. Because I think about this a lot. I have my brother Josh is in a band called Demon Breath. Uh-huh. He's a musician. Great we, band, by the way. Yes, thank you for the plug. You know, very cool. Um, we'd like, like to have he did on anything, the show but whatever sometime. you know, like he, he like he's the fucking guy. But it's okay, Josh. <laughs> but uh, we talk about music a lot. Yeah, and music videos come up a lot, and I'm usually the Debbie Downer who's like, "Fuck music videos." But yeah, there are ones that I really enjoy. Uh-huh. You know, there's some that really hit the mark. What's his take on them? I think he likes them. I'm pretty okay. sure he likes them. Yeah. But he admits, like me, he goes, some of them are like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, I blame that on the directors and producers who probably didn't get the gist of what the artist song was. Right. But I, I will say, especially in the 80s, every White Snake video with <laughs> <is> Tawny Katane <laughs> just, you know, lively spread across the hood of a convertible hair Blowing in the wind. Dude, there was nothing better. Yeah. That was one of... The, every White Snake video was smoking hot. Yep. Rest in peace, Tawny. Gone too soon. But she yep. was, for me, the music video vixen. That is the first CD I ever bought. White Snake? Yeah. 87... The self-titled one. Yeah. And what's funny is I still have it. Mm-hmm. And if I can find it, I want you to see it because just the level of quality... And not only the CD, but the case itself really is insane. It's super heavy. Really? Yeah. It's is like, this like a first pressing kind y- of? Yeah. Because the one I've got is an anniversary one. Okay. It's a two or three disc set and it folds out. Okay. So it's a heavy one. Yeah. But mine was it with retrospect. You yeah. know what I mean? I think one of the discs comes with a collection of the music videos. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Which is fucking that's, rad. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking but cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see yours. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think I've seen the original release. Oh, really? Okay. By, I think Geffen, is it? Or Geffen. Warner? Is it Geffen? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I don't think, from what you described, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. It's super fucking cool. I remember get, I got it at Sam Goody at the mall. That was your first, yeah. your first CD? Yeah. My first CD. You yeah. want to know what mine was? Yeah. Astro Creep 2000. Oh, fucking cool. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a girl. My Uncle Mike, who I've mentioned on this show several times. I got to meet this guy because Uncle Mike is cool Uncle as shit. Mike was rad. <laughs> he, um, this was mid-90s. He bought my brother and I two stereo systems. We had them one apiece. They were the exact same things. Yeah. He had us unwrap it first, and we were like, holy shit. Yeah. Because it was one of these, you know, you had the stack with the CD would go on top, the middle was the radio, and then I think two cassette. Yeah. And then the speakers, you'd slide them on. Yeah. Or you could take them off. Detachable. Detachable speakers. Yeah. 
I was like, holy shit. I'm looking at this thing like, this is fucking amazing. Uh, and then, um, he, then he drops it on us. He goes, you're going to need something to listen to on those bad boys. So then he hands me and my brother, Justin, rap CDs. Justin got 16 Stone by Bush, <laughs> which was brand new, massive at the time. Mine was Astro Creep 2000. And I was already a white zombie fan. Now I got to plunge in yeah. both feet. Boy, did I wear that fucking CD. Oh, I still have that one, too. Fuck yeah. My first CD ever was yeah. White Zombie. And one of the, if not their best album, in my opinion. I believe um, that. As much as I love Les Exorcisto, it's yeah. just they kicked it in the air with Astro Creep. And mm-hmm. really fucking loved that shit. And yeah, my so to this day, my very first CD that I ever owned. Yeah was White Zombie. Now, granted, a CD that was bought that was sort of like, this one's all of ours. Yeah. My dad had bought the self-titled Boston. Okay. With More Than a Feeling. Phenomenal rock album from the 70s. But that was considered all of ours. Uh Uh-huh. If we wanted to listen to it, we could just take it off the shelf and put it in. But my CD was White Zombie. And I knew my dad wasn't going to listen to that. Yeah. So this one's staying in my room. Yeah. I'm going to listen to this one as much as I want. And I did, man. I wore that fucking CD out. Yeah. And I'm sure after 30 years or more... It's still in great shape. Yeah, I bet. You know, I took care of my CD. I still take care of them, you know. And it would just, it totally fucked me up when people would look at their, I'd look at their CDs and be like, what the fuck did you do to this? Because I I don't know if you know, if you've, have you ever destroyed a CD on purpose? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how fucking hard it is to scratch and break a CD? I look at some of these people's CDs and I'm like, what the fuck were you doing? Like skating down the driveway with it, Mm -hmm. you know? Because I'm sitting here like... (laughs) I had a friend in high school. She asked me in the library once, you feel like breaking something? <laughs> I was great. Angsty teenager. Statement, yeah. Angsty teenager. I'm like, yeah. She hands me in sync. <laughs> she goes, you mind breaking this? I said, is it yours? She goes, yeah. I said, you don't want it. She goes, no, I wouldn't have asked you to break it. I said, let's do it. So I beat the shit. I smash good. Yeah. Jason smash. <laughs> um, but I remember thinking how surprisingly durable a CD is. Uh-huh. Because nobody just breaks a CD. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just thinking, I mean, sometimes when the pieces snap, they can cut you. I yeah. mean, it's it's a task to yeah. break a CD. So when I see people with fucked up CDs, I'm like, what? Seriously, what did you do? Yeah. Because that's terrible. You know, I know I'm deviating. But yeah, no, uh, the White Snake videos was... Great in the formative years. Probably one of the hottest women I've ever seen in my life. And this is an artist I'm not a big fan of. And I get shit for this. Get ready. Just in case. There was a video in the 90s by John Mellencamp called Wild Night. It was a big hit. And it's probably one of the few songs of his that I, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. It's not a bit. To me, he's Kroger brand Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it was basically following a cab driver throughout the night. Okay. And this cab driver looked like Cindy fucking Crawford. Okay. Beautiful woman. And the way the video starts is her, in in tight close-ups, pulling on really tight jeans, pulling on this tank top with no bra. And it's just like, holy shit. And then it's like she puts her hair up in a cap and goes out and drives a fucking cab. For yeah. Me. But it was just one of those deals where I was like. I think I found a new video vixen. <clears throat> Sadly, I don't know what happened to her. I don't think I... But then again, this we're talking mid-90s. Music videos were starting to wane. Uh-huh. And the thing is, who knows how many bands were putting out music videos on MTV. They only cared about Britney Spears, 
NSYNC, yeah. Backstreet Boys. The hardest thing I usually saw was like the wallflowers, one headlight. You know, yeah. if you could stay up past midnight, mm-hmm. way into the night, early morning, you would see videos by like Orgy, Corn, Pantera. You know, I mean, and they felt like you found treasure because mm-hmm. all day it was just pop. I can tell you exactly when I stopped paying attention to MTV. Was it a video or was it a show? It was or... a show that ended and it was in 95. Okay. And when Headbangers Ball ended, mm. I was done. Yeah. Because the... literally there was nothing else the, sh- like, the channel had to offer me. Nope. The talent has left the building. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's it's sad. Mm-hmm. It really is. Because now, like you said, like we said at the opening, MTV is just a reality show channel. Yeah. There's nothing particularly musical about yeah. it there's i mean they can keep the m and just change it to money because that's all they're into that's it all for. it is yeah it's all it is and again it makes me fucking it drives me insane i forget the name of this show it's gonna be on mtv it might already be on it and it's certainly on it by the time this airs but the theme was it was a dating game and unlike the bachelor where it's like a contestant here's all these people you know just Fuck a few of them, see if you like them, <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The woman stood on this stage and guys were kind of presented to her on a conveyor belt sort of thing. And the way that they described this show was basically, what is it, Tinder, where you swipe left, swipe okay. right, a dating app, okay, but a dating app in real life. <laughs> and I remember thinking, what, you mean like actually dating? Yeah. Like how bad are we that... We're simulating a dating app by basically doing what we were doing anyway, just meeting people. And it was like the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Not that there isn't stupid dating shows anyway. Right. But the premise was literally, it's an app in real life. And I'm like, so basically it's speed dating or I'm like, it's you're, you're basically. It's, you're, or it's just real life. <laughs> you're marketing what people are already doing. Good Lord. I know it's not as stupid as this 16-year-old girl is pregnant. Let's give her a million bucks and put a camera in her face. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? If getting laid was the only way you could become famous, I mean, all of us would have our own show. I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) It just drives me nuts, dude. We're so far off the beaten path that you're right. Why call it MTV anymore? Granted, I know people listening to this. This isn't an old argument. Or no, a new no, argument. No, I mean. it's not. Yeah, it's not, it's a, new not a new argument. But I wanted to bring it up because I really, I wanted to go down memory lane, mm-hmm. and we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But uh, I was curious more than anything about your thoughts on videos and the ones that stood out because yeah. they're an antiquated thing. They are. It's it's just something that we took for granted, and it's just another part of media that's not there anymore. Yep. You got YouTube. Yeah. Essentially, if I yeah. wanted to see something by a band. I just go on YouTube now. Yeah. You, you know, know, honestly, you know, I do the YouTube uh, premium. Do you? Yeah, because I feel like I get more source material from YouTube than I do anywhere else. Really? Anything I need at my fingertips, I can find it. Yeah. On YouTube, you know, entertainment and education. Sure. You know, everything is right there. What's premium do for you? Does it just take the ads out? There's no ads. Um, there's like, there's more um uncensored stuff okay you know um because i think it's like 20 bucks a month or some shit like that i don't know whatever i don't know what it is which is kind of steep 
It is, but when you think of things like, I don't know if you heard or not, and I'm sure that's already done by the time this is out, is Netflix announced that they're raising the prices again. Yeah. And it's it's kind of funny that, wow, the WGA and the industry reach a agreement, and then now Netflix raises their prices. Mm-hmm. So Synergy. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay. All right. Great. So, Well, as of this recording, SAG is still marching. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Which is funny that, you know... Netflix is raising their prices, but yet they can't afford to pay the talent that makes their shows. Right. So cool. what, what are you going to do? What very, you, very smart. What are we doing here? Yeah, very smart. Doesn't but, make sense to me. No, that's why I would rather pay 20 bucks for YouTube. The content is not only unlimited, there's new shit every day. Sometimes multiple times a day. Yes. Yes. You know, so I'll stick with my YouTube. That You know, Netflix can. Well, that's all we got, buddy. Yeah. You yeah. know. I do like, though, when you pick up albums, like I mentioned my White Snake one. Yeah. Particularly retrospective. This guy's always talking about his White Snake. My White Snake and, uh, <laughs> it, you know, just slide it in. <laughs> Landing across the hood of a Corvette. <laughs> yep, slide it in. Straight to the top. That's why he's not allowed at car dealerships. <laughs> no, no. And the footage is out there. The footage is it's probably on Pornhub. No, it's actually on YouTube Premium, not Netflix. Well, at least I should see a residual. <laughs> Well, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much all I had for today. Same though. here. I think it was a fun episode. Yeah, it was. That was fun to look back. Yeah, it was. And uh, just remember, Brad, whenever you leave the house, S S S S F F F E E E. That's all. I just want you to be safe. I want you to, but do it in a dancey kind of way. Thank you. Okay. Until next time. See you guys.